What did you say? What happened? Oh, um, someone brought up the fact that uh, Cracker and my face looked very similar today, may have had some situations like that in the past. Like, it doesn't bother me, it's no like... It... No, too vain. So what happened was... Oh! Well, I kind of felt like so. No, this is what happened. No, we all know these two heifers look alike. You was bothered that she was doing the same face as you. Aquaria, I would never do something like that to you on purpose. You was mad. You was mad. Be mad to her face. Fixin, shut the fuck up. This is what had happened. You interjected and you got so everything all fired up. So why did it up right now for you to say? I guess you do need your moment to pop off because you're not going to have too many more. <laughs> I am over it. This is none of the victim's fucking business. When we were doing our makeup, you were bothered about it. Were you not bothered? I'm not that you were bothered. bothered. Why you done ran across the room? You done ran across the whole room, girl. Scared. Sad. The vixen is uh, apparently here to fight. Oh, she. Oh, is it? Is she here to fight? I think I'd heard that one or two times before. Oh, interesting. And I think I've then seen it one or two times after. Right. Uh, yeah. Vic, the vixen is here to, as Monet says, to be the whistleblower. Yeah. I mean, it's it's certainly an interesting evolution of the villain. Yes. You know yeah. what I mean? Because mm -hmm. there, are, uh, at once, you agree with vixen. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you kind of want the truth out there. You want transparency, yeah. and it's great TV. Like, mm -hmm. not for nothing. Like, say what you want. Like, this little moment. Normally, the first five minutes of a Drag Race episode, you're kind of like, oh, okay, my my my, maybe the little joke, and then right. they go on. But you have a a full blown out story starting. Yeah, and yeah. you're kind of uh, for me somebody that kind of likes nice and likes people that are kind. This is certainly not very kind. To the confrontation that Aquaria needs to have with Miss Cracker, mm -hmm. but as an audience member, as a viewer, I'm kind of like, oh yeah, oh oh shit, right? Oh shit, and it's not that Vixen is yet being mean. She, I mean, I th I think towards the end of this, she's mean to Aquaria mm -hmm. um, by calling her scared and sad. But uh, you know what? She the action itself is actually not necessarily mean spirited. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so it's like walking the fine line of. You know, uh, vigilante and villain. Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting progression in these later seasons that are so much more RuPaul's best friend race, right? Um, particularly season eight, season nine, where I feel like the last couple seasons we've kind of, when we look at the cast early on, the Meet the Queens, it's like oh, who's going to be the bitch? Yeah, because that's such a fixture of reality TV. It's been a fixture of early Drag Race seasons. Right. I don't really think that character exists in the same way anymore. I think that that character of the cast that they have to fill, yeah. I think is now the whistleblower. It's now the one who keeps people honest and, you know, stop being polite and start being re real. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, real world, drag yeah, race. Yeah, real yeah. world workroom, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think that that's who, that's what they need, I think, to respond to the criticisms that it's gotten too nice. Yeah. You know? I mean, I will say, I, I think season nine is the one where everybody was really nice. Season eight had Acid Betty. Yeah. Season eight had Derek Berry versus Bob versus Naomi. But I think that cast overall, they bonded and were more like sisters than I think we'd seen in past seasons. Yeah, that's true. Because, um, yeah. you know, I think season Acid seven had Pearl. and yeah. Right, right. And I think as much as Acid Betty was, she was a tough personality, but I feel like it was one of those like, it really stood out in the beginning, and then as the season went on, it was like, all right, well, she's just kind of herself. You know what I mean? It's almost like Bianca. It's like, oh, it's just how you are. Oh, yeah. Um, and Derek, I think, was such a, if we're going to think of like a villain of season eight, such an interesting 
character because I think it was less about Derek being the villain and more about like Derek waking up to himself a little bit Uh and more about just like the differences in drag that he represented versus Naomi or Bob right and the conflicts that created right Um, it was about the ideologies of drag and less just about like starting shit you know Um, I mean all stars Two certainly had a Fifi O'Hara yes which you may may or may not call the edit Mm -hmm. you know a helper of that Uh, I guess in Fifi's eyes the edit is what made her a villain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I mean, what rewatching that season, I mean, she's, she's not very nice. No, I, you know, I, I I'm just thinking about her cause I'm thinking, is she, was she also kind of a whistleblower? I really don't know, but I wonder if underneath all of that anger was there truth. Yeah. I mean, they did keep showing clips of her being like, Oh, are you really going to do that accent or, mm-hmm. or are you really going to do this? Right though. And this is probably more of a season four. But she thing. was kind of a whistleblower. That's true. Yeah. Like in season four, there was this whole thing in untucked where like Sharon says earlier in the season, how, Oh, I just want to win a cruise. I just want to win a cruise. And then she finally wins a challenge and she wins a cruise. And Fifi's like, well, there you go. You won your cruise. You kept complaining about it. Um, or maybe she didn't win it and she <sighs> wanted it. But Fifi was kind of just like calling her out that like, you just, that was all you were concerned about. Oh, I see. And there was an element of it that was, it was probably not wrong. You know what I mean? Sure. But I think there was also an element of like Fifi being so in her head and right. so like overcome with whatever was feasting on her during the season. Yeah. That she was blowing something out of proportion. Right. I mean, I also think the the the, the reaction of fans is making queens act differently when they're on this show. Oh, I yeah. think for certain after mm-hmm. season seven, season eight, like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, shit. Some of these fans are getting a little extra yeah. younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think because that's the fans, the social media response. I mean, that is kind of your you get off the show and then that's kind of your stepping stone into the rest of your career is like right. the fan response. Yeah. I think that, uh, yeah, they know that. And so they know that if like, I think the Vixen knows that this is what the fans want. They want someone to call shit out. They yeah, want someone not to, a season of somebody. Yeah. And she knows they want that. Uh, luckily for the Vixen, she also turned out to like be a fierce competitor because I think if you're going to act like this, you better also show up for the game. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting you call her a fierce competitor because we'll talk about that as the episode goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> because I don't think she should have won this challenge. Hmm. Uh, who do you think should have won? Well, we will get there. Well, but, um, right. but, Deep but to continue this uh, clip of the week, um, you know, it's, it's interesting to see her... Uh, all of a sudden, the conflict was supposed to be between Aquaria and Miss Cracker, and then Miss uh, Miss Vixen, the Vixen, just inserted herself into mm-hmm. the conflict. Yeah, and it's almost like the conflict is no longer there between Cracker and Aquaria, and it's now Vixen versus Aquaria. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, well, that sucks. Mm-hmm. And it also, you know, not for nothing, like because uh, obviously I'm here for it. I'm here for honesty and for people to kind of like put their ducks in a row, but. You can't drag someone into a conversation, and I know yeah. that's more interesting on reality TV. Mm-hmm. But if we're if like let's say this is just like a normal normal people, normal group of friends, yeah, maybe Aquaria didn't want an audience of the drag queens for mm-hmm. that interaction, especially when they're like across the room from each other. Right. Um. Sure, the cameras can be on them when they have that conversation, mm-hmm. but like Vixen is is basically like dragging Aquaria into a conflict that she doesn't want to have yet. Yeah. Mm Because they're still coming down from the runway. They're in their drags. They want to get changed. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I think it's harder for young people 
and I don't mean to kind of like pigeonhole Aquaria, but it's harder for them to come up with the things to say in the moment. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, during Untucked, she was feeling some type of way versus after Untucked. Um, And so it's, it's, for me, it's tricky uh, because at once I do want Aquaria to find her words on her own time. Um, and you have the vixen here being like, no, you don't get any time. And that's, yeah. that's more real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the reality is this whole <clears throat> cracker Aquaria conflict. It's going to be nothing. It's girl. It's just bread and water, baby. It's not much to subsist on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's not. Uh, it's not enough. And so the vixen is kind of like the added ingredient here yeah. to make this conflict interesting. Right. Because at the heart of it, I again, I give two shits about the Crocaria situation. Yeah, Crocaria. Like, like, so what? I like, yeah. So what? I just don't care. This is more interesting with vixen. What the yeah. vixen's doing is, is creating a real conflict, not about what's going on between those two queens, but about how we're going to condone ourselves, as Ms. Kennedy would say, in the workroom. So I guess I also want to talk about uh, the Vixen's uh, entrance as I'm just here to fight mm-hmm. um, versus also uh, and then, you know, the the note that she has where like the Vixen will fight you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, I'm kind of like, well, I was kind of here for the Vixen when I'm just here to fight, meaning like fight for you know, queer visibility. Sure. Fight for trans rights. Mm-hmm. Fight for that type of thing. Right. As like an activist queen. Right. Sure. But for, to be somebody that now everybody fears, I'm kind of like, okay, first of all, that's a brilliant move when moving into a reality show. Yeah. But also one where I'm kind of like, well, I don't, then I'm not really going to root for you. Right. Right. Well, and also like she, I mean, she kind of talks to her team later and she says well i picked all you because you're quiet and i just want people who are going to like go along with what i say yeah and what is what is that saying about her opinion of these queens that like i i appreciate it strong it's smart i will say it's very smart for because all of these queens uh, miss cracker is not going to have any words with the vixen Mm -hmm. i don't think any of these girls are going to try to cross the vixen now yeah but she's kind of establishing this like power dynamic it's like a raven Mm -hmm. right raven sitting there by episode two yeah in untucked Mm -hmm. being like oh do not do not maybe it was even the first untucked but it's like no my opinion is the opinion is the opinion and i have all of these people behind me Mm mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I get it from the point of view of like season 10 and this is a, a, a group of big personalities and everybody's, you know, fighting for screen time because you don't know how long you're going to be on this show. And the Vixen's like, I'm going to have to go for broke here. I'm going to have to yeah. because like, you know, different queens are trying different things. They're either trying one liners. They're pulling out their sob stories. Like everyone's trying something different for camera time. Right. And the Vixen is the only one trying to start shit. It's, it's interesting because I don't know why the Vixen is getting so so angry at Aquaria. Uh, yeah. Just, I mean, sure, be, be passionate about it. But like mm-hmm. she's angry at her. And if I was Aquaria, I probably would have dealt with it differently. I probably would have lowered my voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like brought the energy down. And I probably would have said, Vixen, you have a point. And I think I'm going to talk to Aquaria when I don't have a drag a drag queen audience right now when we're all not hyped. Mm-hmm. And we could have gotten like a Coco and Alyssa. Yeah, know, exactly. One on one. Fuck yeah. you, Alyssa. Fuck moment. you, Alyssa. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I that's probably what I would have said. And then the Vixen wouldn't have had it. Mm-hmm. And then I either would have just sat there and been like. What, you, what I'm going to talk to her later. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you need to be there. Yeah. And then I would have just stopped. Mm-hmm. And I understand um, Aquaria's need to walk away. Like, she was like, nope, 
yeah. leaving this situation, that's certainly something that I probably would have done eventually. Yeah. Like, you are so much right now. This is none of your fucking business. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Not for nothing, I think. I have always had this feeling since the vixen got riled up that she got in over her head with this. Like, I feel like she misstepped somewhere in trying to start stuff. And all of a sudden, I feel like she's like, she realized, oh, I guess I got to be this now. Yeah. Like, it feels yeah, like this. She bit off more than she could chew. And now she's got to run with it. Yeah. You know, playing a character to play the character. And yeah. like, I part of me is like, ooh, is this. Did you not plan on this? And then right. this found you. Right. But like, I, yeah. I mean reality show gives her a storyline yeah, like, i'll give her that you know yeah maybe she'll make up with aquaria you know like there's lots of things that can happen right we're two episodes in yeah yeah and I if can't this believe is, we're only two episodes i know in. yeah but if this is the drag queen of 2018 we're probably going to see some resolutions i hope so yeah yeah, yeah. especially knowing the vixen's background mm-hmm. of just kind of being humane and also seeing her consoling um calorie and yeah. eureka during untucked i'm mm-hmm. like okay like she's not like she's a smart person. Yeah. Oh, we got to see a couple sides of of the vixen this episode that I appreciated. Yeah. And and it's much more dynamic than I was expecting coming in. Right. I didn't expect to be that interested in her. And you know, not and the, the villain stuff isn't or the the whistleblowing isn't super exciting. But the fact that there's multiple angles to the vixen mm. is exciting. That is exciting. You know. Well, anyway, we should jump into this episode. Let's tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they are of course listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. Miss. Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Which is, of course, our <laughs> podcast dedicated to all things drag race, the world of drag race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little beady beady TV show. I'm Miss Vanjie. And I'm Miss Vanjie. <laughs> <laughs> um, you better stop. Yeah. <laughs> you better stop. <laughs> I'm Johnny. And I'm Colin. And we're, of course, continuing our recap of season 10 with. Farmerusical. You know, when I first heard the title, I just heard I I, I pictured a farmer, like mm-hmm. farmer, farmerusical. <laughs> yeah. Which I could have gotten farmer into. Farmer Roo, well. yeah. you know, like oh, there's yeah. Farmer Roo. She's it, planting things. Yeah, well, it would have it would have fit <laughs> with the with mini her challenge. Hoe. Yeah. yeah, it would have fit the mini mini challenge. Yeah, she's like a, gonna you know shuck some corn. Yeah, you know, she's right? gonna milk some cows. Hey, no shame in yeah. that. You know, get your hands busy. Um, <laughs> Utterly beautiful. <laughs> Moo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, it's pharmaceuticals. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's interesting because um, I recently watched Star Booty. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and you, you should definitely, if anybody hasn't seen Star Booty, mm. I mean, there's zero budget. It mm. was literally like friends in their backyard making a movie. Right. It's all dubbed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, it's great because you can see RuPaul's at- activism in that movie, mm-hmm. and. Related to every single, almost every single episode of Drag Race. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because she goes on a huge rant about um, how awful drugs are. And she's talking about, you know, heroin and meth um, and cocaine and stuff. But she's like, how awful drugs are for the gay community Mm -hmm. and how we have to stop doing it. Um, and I just find that interesting yeah, um, yeah. that, you know, she's now kind of attacking pharmaceutical drugs. Well, I mean, that's the new that's the new street drug, right? Like, yeah. it's, it's not it's not speed. It's not, uh, you know, it's Adderall. Yeah. You know what I mean? What about Adderall? Sent, you know, what yeah. about Adderall? Yeah. Essentially the same thing. Right. Um, but yeah, it's all about pharmaceuticals. So it yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I thought this was an interesting um, start, uh, at, uh, at least when I found out about Pharma, Pharma Rusical. So mm-hmm. I was like, OK, well, let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, we should talk about. 
uh, just before the Vixen fight, we find out some more tea on uh, Miss Vanjie's exit. Oh, the sensation that has become Miss... I mean, I'm just so proud of her. I mean, I saw uh, so many memes. Of note, uh, there was a Scream meme where Drew Barrymore answers the phone. Oh, I didn't see that. And it's Miss Vanjie. <laughs> Who is this Miss Vanjie? You know, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. And then obviously the Homer Simpson oh, one. I, I love that one. Uh, the cat meowing was one of the first mm-hmm. ones I saw. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then the shining one. Yes. Yeah. The red room on the red door. Room, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah I, I love that this took off. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, people are saying that they think that this is like, oh, this means Miss Vanjie is going to come back. I don't think that's it. I think yeah. that's a mole theory. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think Miss Vanjie is coming back this season. Yeah. Do you know any tea on that? The only thing I know is there was this clip. It was very recent, but it was some live stream that uh, Vanessa was doing. She was at some performing somewhere, but uh, a couple other queens were there. I know uh, what's her name, Nina Flowers was there, and so Nina Flowers got on, and they were all talking and whatnot. And she's saying, "I love this girl, and I'm so sad to see her leave uh, the season so early." But Drag Race is full of surprises, so you never know. And then it cut off. And then like started again and Vanjie's like, oh, I, like acting like, oh, I don't know. It's not connecting. I guess we'll have to stop. So I feel like some loose lips were sinking ships. I don't know if that means she's coming back season 10 or season 11. Oh. I wouldn't be surprised or disappointed. I, oh, no, I understand. I love yeah. the idea of like regularly bringing queens back who need more time. Yeah. As a platform. That's sure. so on brand. Yeah, it makes sense. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And she, I mean, she did go home too soon. Yeah, yeah. I think she had so much more. And just in terms of being someone on TV that people fell in love with, she had so much more to offer. Right. Um, and the fact that Vanjie took off and that Rue was just like tweeting it constantly. Oh, yeah. It says something. Yeah. Um, and even if she doesn't come back, this is... Well, it's just love for the first queen. She did this with, with pork chop. And mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. think that it's okay. Yeah. And it was a great exit. I mean, it was brilliant branding. It was to so say your smart. name three times, that's all she did? Yeah, it was great. I mean, I, I just think like... All you need is one thing. You know right. what I mean? And right. you can ride that to the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, I wanted to mention this because I, I just, there is, um, we were talking about this before uh, we started recording, but, you know, like there's the Rue Caps, like the Lee Dawson Rue Caps. Oh, yeah. And then the original ones are by this uh, guy, uh, Blaze Amaze, and he just started doing season 10 oh, nice. Rue Caps. And so he does, like when they have the runway, there'll be like little like funny quotes for each look. And so I can't believe we didn't, this didn't occur to us when we were uh, talking about it last week, but he described Monet's look as SpongeBob the drag queen. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, sh- come on, SpongeBob!" Right? Like, I, this was like season six when that's Darian like Bob the drag queen. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like it's when brilliant. when Darian would come up with all the puns that Rue didn't think of. Right. right. And I was like, "Fuck! I wish I thought of that." SpongeBob the drag queen. SpongeBob the drag queen. So I just had to. That's just brilliant. It's a great little portmanteau. Oh, what, before and after. It's like a right. wheel of fortune. Right. And also, I love that Monet is getting this sponge thing going. She's she's been talking about it on social media oh sure she's stretching that one well yeah it's you you is doing the mm-hmm. uh the onk thing still onk, i think yeah. somebody tried to call her out she's like i'm gonna keep making money off of it i'm gonna keep doing it yeah yeah i mean it's kind of like purse first it's like yeah, y- yeah. First. you find something run with it right that's it's smart it's also very interesting because i think we're gonna see more and more of that each season where like every queen's got something well and i think uh, yeah they're 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 more the wiser now yeah. i think these queens coming on dragways and they've probably gotten a lot of advice but they're they know they this little window is very small yeah so monet's like selling all her merch now yeah you know i also it's interesting because i look to the queens 
that aren't doing that. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, do you go f- more? Yeah. Because Sasha Valore did not do any of that. No, I guess you're right. We, you know, she yeah. did clat, but I think that was more because of like, you yeah. know, Aja and Alexis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sasha's stuff was more her own brand. Yeah. She, I mean, she did pins that were inspired by her runway looks, but that's again But she hers. wasn't like pushing them no. the entire season. No. So uh, whenever I see a queen, especially Eureka, I remember in the beginning of season nine, was pushing all of her elephant merch, and so was oh, yeah. um, what's her face, Kimora, Kimora Black. Uh-huh. My bad. Yeah. Um, you know, you think you're like, oh, uh, shit. Yeah. So I'm like, does Monet go home sooner rather than later? Right. Is that why she's doing it? Well, I mean, you know, Bob started with purse first from obviously the first episode. Okay, so yeah. you never know. Plus, I think at this point, if Monet's not the narrator of the season, oh my god, I don't know who is. Oh, she's so smart. She's so good at it. She's so smart. She's got those baby's first glasses on that yes. I just can't get enough uh, of. Uh, she's so cute. Oh, Monet is gorgeous. She's so cute. Oh, I have such a crush on him. I just think he's so charming. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Every time, I'm just like, oh my god. You know who has trouble, uh, and yeah, maybe this can like lead us into the episode a little bit. But um, you know, who has trouble with talking heads is Aquaria. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's they're not good, and yeah. I don't know why they're picking them. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of Aquaria time this episode when there didn't need to be. Yeah, there was a reaction of her with Eureka crying. There was that whole m- weird mirror moment with mayhem. Yeah, um, there was this talking head where she's like, "RuPaul doesn't see the star in me," so that keeps that means I need to show her my star. And right. They're kind of showing her kind of flubbing. And then later she says, uh, keeping your lip sync straight, your yeah. choreography gay and your characterization by curious. I'm like, that didn't land. Yeah. That to me was like clever cousin at Thanksgiving, you know, like, Oh, look at you. You're so precocious. You're 21. You got a pun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and I'm just not even a pun. It's not, you know what I mean? Like a play on words. Yeah. It's, I'm just like, Oh wow. You know, I'm not, what? At least it was three. Yeah, no, sure, <laughs> sure. The setup was right. But I think what it is with Aquaria is, I think that's what I'm having a hard time with is like there's so much of her, of how clever she is and how innovative and how smart and how forward thinking she is. But it's not, it's hard to connect with that. Well, we also learned her age on this episode yeah. via RuPaul, which yeah. I think is interesting coming off of her rant to Aja. Mm-hmm. And she feels that age versus a Naomi Smalls who doesn't. Yes. It's, there's always that caveat of like, well, there's some queens who are early 20s and don't feel that way. And then there's some that very much feel that. And they're kind of like, yeah, I'm young. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I'm just uh, like, yeah. well, I don't know how I feel about that. That right. entryway into a conversation. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of when I was like 22 and I play the 22 year old when I was hanging around 36 year old at the mm-hmm. bar. Yeah. I was like, I'm this spunky little kid and I like to play pool, you yeah. know? Oh yeah. And totally. it was so obnoxious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like, you think you have the social upper hand because yeah. you're some young thing. Right. And and it's an ego trip. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, granted, Aquaria certainly backs it up in this episode. Yep. Absolutely. But, uh, but at the same time, it's an interesting edit to see mm-hmm. uh, during the workroom and rehearsals and things like that. Because yeah. I'm like, what are the, these producers are older? Like, yeah. I don't, what are they trying to say here? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Aquaria is one that I feel like. I think we saw a lot this episode that's really kind of setting her up. Like Rue even says, it's very exciting. Like it's a very genuine compliment. Yeah. Uh, This feels like a queen we're going to see a lot of this season, but I'm not, I mean, yeah, she's super talented, but if I'm going to make a choice of queens, I'm excited to watch. She's not one of them right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm waiting for the dawning of Aquaria. You know what I'm saying, Mary? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't, 
I don't. I, it, it, it's not there yet. I don't see her. Yeah. Maybe top four. Yeah. Maybe I just don't see her in the top three yet. Yeah. I don't mean to be Capriciacorn about this, but I just don't know if the Age of Aquarius is gonna come. Oh my God, yeah. Capriciacorn. Capriciacorn. Uh, like Scorpio, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leo, Leo off me. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Gemini, I'm sorry. <laughs> Cancer. <laughs> oh, God. Libra me alone. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Uh, All right. All right. Sorry. All right. We're done with sorry, the, guys, the uh, for now. astrology. For now. Astrology. 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 Um, so yeah, so we 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 finally come to one of the cringes of the season. Mm. Okay, Mary. Mm, mm. Which one? Andy Cohen walks in. Oh yeah. Oh, see, I thought it might be the the big girls moment at the entrance the next day. Oh, I thought that was adorable, uh, and I think it's sweet. It reminds me of Margaret Cho. Uh, and her joke where, you know, she's with her kind of like larger friend. It just felt like everyone behind was like, move. Like, <laughs> like they were in the way. You know? And I felt, kind of, oh, it, it just got a little like, it just felt like it wasn't given any stage time. It just felt a little rushed. Well, we, well, yeah, we saw it later yeah, uh, in the note. I think I it think, was a cute little, it reminded me of two friends that meet at camp. Yes, and, and they come up with a thing. You know, it's kind <clears throat> of like uh, Romy and Michelle finding each other, and they have their things. Yep. And then we're looking on the outside, like oh, that's weird, but like right. it's so sweet and important for them. Oh, of course. And I love these two big girls who celebrate being big. Yeah. And, like I'm all for that. It was. It just. I don't want them to eat me though. You well, know? I mean, hey, listen. Some people are into that. Yeah, I you guess know? so. I guess so. so you, you know, know there's like, yeah. come on, cannibals. Right. Well, yeah. There's a whole fetish of like people. Like these stories of like them being super small and someone really like big. Oh, oh okay. there's this whole size thing. Yeah, um, it is amazing what people can get off to. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. A lot of things. If you ever, if you're curious about all of the Marys, you can check out a Dirty Shame by John Waters. Oh, it yeah. It kind of just investigates the queerness of everybody, whether you're straight or gay. Right. Yeah, right. And then there's just into. Tumblr porn. Oh, right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe you're at work. Um, <laughs> so phone. anyway, so yeah, Andy Cohen comes in. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, uh, what do you, mm, let's talk about Andy Cohen. What do you think about Andy Cohen? Andy Cohen is uh, one of those people that I don't know who he is Mm -hmm. because he's always on. Mm. He's also perpetuating um, the Real Housewives franchise, which I'm sure a lot of our Marys like and listen Mm -hmm. to. But uh, I I don't like, I mean, I loved Atlanta, okay, Mm -hmm. or at least the first two three seasons of atlanta mm-hmm. and i love the first season of uh new jersey oh yes i do you know what new i mean jersey. yeah but i you know i don't know what he's uh, he literally made a, a mountain out of a molehill yeah um and i don't know why he's i don't think he's that funny either i don't think he's funny at all actually yeah um if i'm gonna be you know kind of brutally honest to our marys like mm-hmm. i don't think he's funny it's hard for me to say something bad about him because he walked my friend down the aisle so it's kind of like, well, he didn't marry him, you but know? it was on TV. So on Conan, so I'm just kind of oh, like, oh right, oh oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So I'm just kind of like, all right, Andy Cohen is doing this. He he also had no relationship with my friend, right? Yeah. So but he was on TV. But he was so on I'm TV. Like, okay. Um. But yeah, no. So and I also know people that know him personally. They don't find him very nice yeah i think that's he's one of those mean gays that's what puts me off is i would imagine that when he's not being on i get this vibe that there's a real like 
dark side to Andy Cohen mm. that I'd, I <clears throat> I don't feel comfortable confirming. You know what I mean? Like, I don't okay. want to find out. Sure. Um, but I've heard similar that he can be uh, kind of a kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone can be a jerk sometimes. So maybe he just had an off day. But I just... Um, you just got to go with your gut and I just don't have a good gut feeling about it. I him. just don't like him on TV. Like yeah. I don't watch any of his shows. Watch what happens live. Like, you yeah. know, the chorus that I work for like was on watch what happened live and I didn't even watch that episode. Yeah. I just don't like him I, yeah. I, as, as a TV personality. Like yeah. I, it's hard for me to connect with him. I respect that he's, he's hit a nerve and he's produced a, a well, he's a gay man, you know, mm-hmm. gay Jewish man on television, you know, uh, being gay and visible yeah. and, and in a straight world, right? Like he's, yeah. you know, with straight people. And as a producer... Granted, and, most of them are probably women, but... Yeah, but he's, I mean, basically the things that he's helped produce and create, I mean, have become phenomena. So, yeah. like, I respect that, but, like, I don't want to have a drink with the guy. Yeah, I feel like he'd be, like, a... Um, who's the vodka guy that we don't like? Jeffrey Moran. I feel like he's, like, he's almost oh, like a Jeffrey Moran yeah. in that, like... You might yell at me when we're on the ferry, right? Going to the pines, right? You know, and, and like, what? I'm just gonna jump overboard, probably. Right. Yeah, I'll swim the rest of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being yelled at. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, 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 yeah, I feel like he would be the type of person that would look you straight in your face and insult you. Mm, yeah, with a smile. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's who knows. That's showbiz. That's showbiz. That's showbiz. Well, that's showbiz. Not everybody needs to be nice. Yeah, you know. You know, and and this is maybe this is devil's advocate, but I think about you know I think there was a tweet recently that RuPaul posted about like if you want to be in the entertainment business, ask yourself how much rejection and heartbreak and 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 meanness and yeah and and, and struggle that you're like ready for. Right. And I feel like there's that part of it too that if you're going to be so entrenched in the Hollywood system. Like it's kind of like being a politician. You're going to have to play dirty because it's all dirty, Mama. Yeah, you know. So you're going to have to get dirty as well if you want to succeed. Yeah. Um. I. I yeah. Think I mean, in that world, yeah. I think you do. Yeah. He mm-hmm. received some hate from Kathy Griffin. I know who like offered him coke or offered her coke or something mm-hmm. before she was on. Also, like her show got canceled and his show got picked up and like right. there's all this like. You know, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, Andy Cohen. It's mm. uh, you know the thing with Andy Cohen is that there's a asterisk next to his name, and you're kind of like, I don't know who you are yet. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, yeah. And I feel like I'm also okay with that. I also feel like I interact with him so little in terms of entertainment. Right. I like, just yeah. hope he's not on this show all the time. You know, I know yeah. that him and RuPaul have a kind of rapport because they were on the comeback together mm-hmm. they went a scene together yeah and they I, I saw an interview that they did together Rue interviewed yeah. or he interviewed Rue for something one time so he also interviewed Rue with Trixie Mattel recently oh yes on yeah. Watch What Happens Live yeah. and like said in front of Trixie like something oh, about something shitty something shitty it's like well how do you feel about you know the uh, somebody didn't, not, they didn't vote on talent uh, they didn't vote on talent yeah. yeah and then you can kind of see Trixie in the background being like guys yeah, what like the fuck? hands out like yeah. really WTF yeah um, uh, yeah, anyway. so anyway, Andy Cohen. Andy yeah. Cohen comes in in a cowboy hat, and yeah. people think he's attractive, and that's fine. You know, you know, you can find mean people attractive. Sure, sure, whatever. Some people <laughs> they they love a mean asshole. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, that's fine. Or you know, maybe they think he's the personality he is, and uh, you know, I'm, and I'm wrong. You know, yeah, fine. who knows? Um, I do. So this challenge, obviously, with most mini challenges, mm-hmm. anyone can win this. Yeah, yeah. This uh, the the song I think is also a way to showcase. 
uh, ruse kind of like countryside. Yeah, yeah. No, you ain't no lady. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun. I thought Eureka looked the best. Oh, she looked like she was having so much fun. Oh, my God. Wait, you didn't think Asia O'Hara was the best? Oh, oh she was the best mover and dancer. Oh, I loved her look. But her look, I loved Eureka's <laughs> because it was a character. No, I agree. It was, But so is Asia's. Asia's. Oh, my God. Little Orphan Annie. Oh, my God. That Asia leg, was so good. That leg, leg started. <laughs> I thought I, I could have watched Asia all day. Yeah, I thought me she too. and she looked. She had a great look on her face. She was having right, a great right. time. Yeah, she does that like fun dance move yeah. where she's looking to the side. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I could have. I thought she was just so funny. Yeah, I'm glad she won. I think the Vixen won. She the Vixen. I mean, like oh, any other. I, I don't. You know, it's like the Vixen won because of obvious reasons. Right. Right. She is. You know. She's uh, a controversial she's and a maybe, fire starter. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's a fire starter. Yeah. So maybe having her as a team leader will put her on the chopping block, or right. you know, create some other drama. Right. And the fact know? that she has power and deciding power as well, like, oh, well, this is a queen who's starting shit. Let's yeah. give her power. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Let's see what happens. Um, I'm just looking to see if there, because I took notes on all of them. Um, I thought that uh, Yuha. I'm never gonna pronounce her name right. So Yuha, 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 Yuha. Yeah, but um, if you want to say it real fast, Yuha, Yuha, Yuha. If I get it wrong, I get it wrong. My intentions are good. I thought hers was really clever. Like I feel like as not a dancer, I was like, oh, that's what I would do. Yeah, I'd milk myself. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, oh yeah, no, I loved her comedy. Yeah, sure. um, and I, I, I think Monique kind of proved like, and I think she was doing this on purpose. It's not that your wig fell off. It's a reveal, Mama. Yeah. Oh, you know? sure. And because yeah. the fact that she like kept going, I yeah. was like, "Oh, you're doing a bit. Yeah. I love this." Come on, Monique. Yeah. Come on, Monique. Yeah. No, I was into it. Yeah. Um, I thought that, uh, you know, Blair basically just got like tossed around, terrified, <laughs> terrified. <laughs> I thought that like the look on her face when he was swinging around, she was like, "Oh, it's like, yeah." She just was freaking yeah. out. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, Blair. I'll talk about this a little bit later, but she has some. Proving to do. Yeah, I know. I I like her so much. Yeah. I think she is a sweet little goose. Yeah, she really is. Yeah. I but yeah, I agree. Um, I need to see her like shine. Right. Uh, and I also just want to highlight. Um. Oh. Dusty. Uh, Dusty's was good, but Aquaria was brilliant. Oh my god. That was brilliant. Oh, I posted that gift. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that no, was, was just I prelude was, to a fist. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like as much as I'm not going to query before, like I can recognize, like, oh, that was really smart. <laughs> that was really, yeah. really smart. Uh, and yeah. she deserves the credit for that. Yeah, that no, was I was into it. Yeah, I'm surprised that like she didn't win. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because it could have been her too. Yeah, she's got en- her too. enough going on around her. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so obviously Asia and the Vixen win mm-hmm. And the maxi challenge of the former Rusical is announced That's right um, Oh did I Oh uh, oh, I, yeah, I took the note like right off the bat That I thought this was a really clever challenge But n- Something about it was too much And I'm sure we'll get into it as we go But okay. like my, uh, my initial thoughts in this musical Is like it's a It's a lot and there's a lot of good parts To it but I felt like there was just so much that it was kind of hard to feel a sense of cohesion. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know? Well, it was like little commercials, which I, the second viewing, it made more sense. But I think staging wise, no shade to Alyssa, staging wise, I think it could have, they uh, costume wise too. So oh. maybe even the, the, the teams, like it could have had a little bit more of like a vignette feel. Yes. And it was the whole stage and it was, you know, mm-hmm. it was, 
it seemed a little random. Yeah, like history of the world. I think that that was very much uh, what you're saying. It was sort of everything was a vignette. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there was everyone was supporting it, but you always knew. And I guess there were costumes. Right. You always knew you were in a new moment. Right. And you know, if we're going to compare this to the other other ones, I know there are some people out there that like love this the most over mm-hmm. Bitch Perfect, over uh, Amazonian uh, Airways. Oh, yeah. Amazonian Airways. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Amazonian Airways had. A theme yeah. and they were kind of like on a plane <clears throat> and we knew what was going on mm-hmm. and then um the bitch perfect obviously was like oh back and forth like they're in right. an alley okay right. we get all that yeah we we're in one scene though. yeah yeah and then this one um yeah we 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 got that they were advertisements mm-hmm. for drugs but it it was like it, it didn't it didn't uh, you it know just what didn't it, come out as like a, like a, like yeah it didn't come out as scenes. You know what would have been cool is after each one if there was a kind of like television static sound and maybe the lights went out and then it came back on mm. as if it was like a new clip like yeah. a new like clip on a VHS or whatever you know what I mean right, like right. making it feel more like a commercial. Yeah, I think that would have helped. Yeah, because yeah the costumes it was. It was really confusing. Yeah. Um, because it's like, well, these costumes don't have to do have anything to do with these challenges right. except for like Aquarius yeah, or that, when they put yeah, on a doctor's well, quote. Right, you know? exactly. The doctor's quotes for sure. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I didn't understand Yuha's at all, like her costume. Yeah, or even Asia's or Calories. I was yeah. like, well, I, I don't, I mean, you look you look great. I just don't understand what this has to do with the musical. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, let's, let's jump into, so they are in teams. We have, if we're going to recap, uh, Vixen, uh, she chooses Cameron, then Cracker, then Monet, then Blair, then Mayhem. Um, and Asia chooses Aquaria, Monique, Dusty, Huha, Calorie, and Eureka. You know, the only thing that I think is interesting here is that Mayhem was chosen second to last. Yeah, I was wondering about that, like how that happened. You know? Why, what is her role in this group of girls? Yeah, because you know, I would think. Do oh, they see her as Dusty? She just won the last challenge, and she's a she's a legend. Like she's yeah. been doing this. It's interesting. Yeah. To, to to note that because I don't know. I think that happened once before where somebody had won the challenge. Yes. Well, that happened to Violet Chachki. Right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And so I, there's something going on there socially. And I think that happened to Valentina after she won. Yes. I think on the third episode because yep. she won. The second one yeah. yeah it's it's an interesting thing Nina Bonina Brown I think that yes. happened too I think it came down to them the two of them yeah it's very interesting these early challenges how queens become the last picked because you right. can get it later on they get to know each other right but I mean except for Eureka because they knew her from season nine yeah you don't really know what people's rationale is right yeah. so Vixen says later that she picked them all because they were quiet yeah. which I think is a brilliant idea Asia picks Aquaria first which yeah. I thought was a a weird choice over someone like Monique mm-hmm. or even uh, like a like a Dusty or she had you know the choice for Monet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe it's just the fact that she knows that Aquaria is is also like a, a no. I'm sure Asia's familiar with her. You know what I mean? Before they get on the show, oh, I see. it's like oh, I know this queen can bring. <clears throat> oh, it. I see. Yeah, so I get it. Like I get the logic. I get the logic of picking Cameron first in terms of uh, Vixen not wanting confrontational, right? Uh, you know, members on her team, right? Um, so I understand. Yeah, I get it. I don't. I just don't. I don't get why Mayhem was last. You know, I and and we find out that Eureka was last because Asia's like, no, she's extra, and yeah. Vixen knows she's extra, even though they love her, mm-hmm. and they were right. Like yeah. she was, she was a lot to handle. She was a lot in a lot of ways. Yeah, she had a lot 
she had a lot of stuff. Right. She had a lot of baggage. Right. She had a lot of thoughts and ideas. I yeah. mean, we saw this in season nine. Yeah. We didn't see, obviously, the emotional baggage, but we saw the, like, my hand is raised. I have thoughts. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot. Oh, my God. Yeah. That makes so much sense. My hand is raised. Right. Oh, right. Up. Put it down. Put yeah. it down. That's so weird. But you know what else I love about that is both Trinity and Asia, these, like, pageant queens have to use their pageant queen skills right. to handle this Asia moment. does it wonderfully. Oh, officially an adult in the room. Oh my God. She does it wonderfully. Yeah. Especially when Eureka was like, you know, don't try to cut me down. And Asia oh. like takes out her earphones. She's yeah. like, I'm not trying to cut you down. Right. But right. like, you know, there's only so many people in this room. Yeah. Yeah. She, re- I mean, I, I do. I mean, we saw it, I think in a commercial, so it got overplayed, but I just loved Eureka being like, well, I'm still a dancer, Miss Thing. Don't cut me off. Right. I just, right. <laughs> I don't know what it was about that that I loved. But yes, Asia's response. I was She's able to just kind of like mm-hmm. and she just like swells with it and then comes back down. She's a team captain I would want. I okay. would want Asia in charge. Yeah. I feel good about no, I it. I like how she's like, nope, we're going to go out there. I don't care if we don't need it. Yep. You know, I, I took some notes on it. Eureka versus Asia. Um, I'm sure the editors had a field day because it was every exchange uh-huh. and it was like one after another. So yeah. first it was the team name and oh, then he's yeah. like, no, we're not doing that right now. And then it was like, oh, the read through. She's like, well, we're all going to do this. You know, we're all going to read through it together. Mm-hmm. And then the clothing selection. She's like, we're not doing anything alone. We're doing everything together. And then the choreography. And she's like, nope, we're going to do this. And, and yep, mm-hmm. let the choreographers do this. Yeah. And then, I mean... Asian knows this game. Like she, yeah. she's a good leader. She knows what to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it ended uh, that the Eureka storyline here versus Asia ended with uh, a very beloved Alexis Michelle line. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always to the right in theater. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, are you a theater kid? Yeah, I didn't know. Right, I didn't know. <laughs> you seem to be an expert of everything. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm granted, she's right. Well, sure, but, but like I, you know, she said it. I think twice. Yeah, and it's yeah. also like, girl, like at this point, like, don't you, you get it? Yeah. Nobody like we're, they're trying to do stuff, and you keep. Right, yeah. right. Like maybe just bite your tongue. It's almost like she's, you know, no pun intended, but she's dancing too fast because mm-hmm. she is really nervous about her leg. Yeah, and she is really nervous about the comeback and this challenge, and, and she's she getting in her head, over prepare for it, and and she's thinking about every little thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I get her feeling this way coming back on the show. I guess part of me would think that she would have had enough time before the show of like confidently dancing around that she, she didn't. I, I'm so surprised by that. Yeah. Um, that's, but I guess, I don't know in any event. Uh, it's yeah. It, it, I, I guess you just have to accept that. It's like, why else would she be so freaked out right now? Unless right. She had little experience dancing again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, um, and I'll talk about this more as the episode goes on, but I am certainly getting more turned on aesthetically and, as you know, mm-hmm. sexually mm-hmm. with Cameron Michaels. Okay. I mean, I he, I thought he looked really sexy in this scene mm-hmm. or in this little exchange. Oh yeah. He had a shirt that said "heavily meditated," mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh okay. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we can have a conversation. Oh, easily. And yeah. you know, he had the hat, which I thought was adorable. Mm-hmm. His face looked kind of cute. He's quiet. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, oh, that's really smart. Right. That's really smart. Yeah. Well, I think it's that it's an interesting mix of like looking like rough trade, but then being a sensitive person. It's yeah. like, oh, this is it. I mean, it's just right. It's, like he's not going to be like a total grinder whore. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And no shade. No, which is fine. Right. But like it's kind of like Cameron's drag. It's like, I, you know, I have a hyper masculine appearance outside of drag. So 
So he goes to the other extreme. Yeah. He's with, not this alpha male. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. kind of, you know, he's a sweet little queen. Yeah. And yeah. I, I appreciate that. And I like that. It's kind and of you don't like, expect that. Yeah. It's like Nina Flowers. You don't expect oh her to be so God. nice. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So totally. I mean, that's a great, great comparison. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I hope we see more of Cameron, especially because she was great. Oh, we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, RuPaul comes in. This is the first time she's meeting at least on TV, face-to-face with these queens. Yeah. And so I was watching, and I'm like, oh, why are all these queens acting, like, so extra? And oh. Why are they just, like, totally performing right now? And then I realized, like, oh, this is the first time. Yeah, yeah. That this they're is... getting a workroom, like, talk with Rue. Yeah, this isn't, like, season two where Rue comes in and shakes their hands in the first episode. No. None of that. No, yeah. none of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think all of them did relatively well, though. Well. You know, you have, um, she points out that Aquaria is the millennial, which I thought Aquaria handled very well. Yeah, it's for... very, she's very violent with Rue. It's like, oh sure You know like when When Violet says And of course there's The internet Rue I don't know if you've Heard of that <laughs> When she talks about Getting her over yeah. She gives her references right. It's like Aquaria <laughs> Plays the same card And it's almost like Rook, Don't it's like, yeah. Don't talk down to me You want to talk down to me I'll talk down right, to you right, exactly Yeah it's yeah like, Oh yeah yeah Right I It's mean, like that Alaska joke Like when RuPaul Opens her legs It goes <laughs> Right <laughs> Right, right. Long, long, yeah. long, long, long. Time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bats are flying out. I mean, it's you know, it, I don't want to, I don't want to divert on this too much. Maybe this will be a nuanced conversation, but I think even though it's it's a younger generation than the millennials, I think the the high school generation right now, for a lot of reasons, I'm like, oh, you're the hope for the future. Got it. Oh, I see. And so it's made me be more forgiving of millennials and not go to this place that Rue goes of like, oh, millennials right. and their avocado toast. Like, yeah. I just think, oh, I think they're doing something right that we've been doing wrong for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there might be elements of that that are hitting nerves, but like. Well, do you know that uh, that David Bowie song changes? I mean, yeah, sure. So. There's an amazing quote. I only know this because uh, the chorus I work for uh, is singing um, all these David Bowie songs for our May concert. Mm. And there's a really great quote that David Bowie wrote um, that's about uh, children and adults. And it goes, and these children that you spit on as they try to change their worlds are immune to your consultations. They're quite aware of what they're going through. Yeah, isn't yeah. that brilliant? Yeah, and yeah. so timely too. I was gonna say, like that with right with now. Parkland students mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, the Black Lives Matter movement is getting um, younger. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's really important, I think, to remember that quote because yeah. it's like, no, actually, they're they're gonna uh, inherit this world. Yeah, so they have to change it. They're right. going to make it how they need it to be. Mm-hmm. And if they're wrong, they're wrong. But we were wrong. Yep. Yeah, at, like, and I just think that, like, where a lot of them are at such a young age. It was written in the 70s yeah, or the 80s. Like, some of these kids, they're 16, they're 17, and they are eons beyond where some of us have are sure. twice their age. Sure. So I think even if they misstep some places, they still have a head start on yeah, us. Yeah, they still pull an Aja and they'll still apologize. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I, I just had more and more of this sense of, like, I used to feel like the younger generations were fucked because of Facebook and social media and all that stuff. And that has its negative side effects. It, Yes. But I mean, absolutely. And that's all real. But at the same time, I think, oh, it just feels like there's some hope in younger people right now. Sure. I really feel sure. that way for a lot of reasons. Um, thank are, God. What other choice do we have? To... Well, I hope. I, I, yeah. Let it I let it be the younger generations that are going to inherit this world and be voting and, yeah. and making decisions. I don't want it to be the older people who are no. on the way out. 
You know, when I was a kid, I used to think adults like had their shit together. And now mm-hmm. being an adult, I'm like, oh, we have no idea what's going on. Right, right. And and a lot of times adults are not the people who are making decisions because they're so cynical and they're so set in their ways. Yeah. But, you know, these these because there's this part of me like I'm just going to say like all this stuff about the gun control and all that like. There's this part of me that is just so hopeless and I'm just like, fuck this whole world. Like, fuck this country. We are so, like, hypnotized and drugged by guns. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even, like, that's a whole tangent. And I feel very hopeless about it. And the fact that these kids are like, nope, we're done with this and we're going to keep marching, we're going to keep protesting, we're going to keep speaking out. It's like, oh, thank God. Thank God you still have the energy and the hope and the and the ambition to right. pursue this because I'm feeling beaten down right now. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I I give these kids, and I don't say kids pejoratively at all, like a shit ton of credit. Sure. Oh, um, yeah, me too. You know? I mean, just last week, I did a, a little workshop presentation at a school uh, in Canarsie, and these kids are so so aware mm-hmm. more aware than i was in, oh. in high school yeah my mm-hmm. god and not just because i you know grew up in like a little white neighborhood but like these kids these kids know what's going on and they're doing things yeah you know yeah yeah Ugh. yeah so it's you know and I, I guess to tie this back to drag race we we talk about adults in the room children in the room right but you know we're in a time now where like the children in the room someone like aquaria who's definitely a, a, not an adult in the room but is bringing a fresh perspective as a quote unquote child in the room that is not to be discredited. Sure. Well, and you know, if you look at somebody like a vixen, you would call her also a child in the room. Oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's someone that maybe you need to keep your eye on. Mm -hmm. Whereas someone like maybe Aquaria, you're like, okay, you're going to, you're just going to do your weird thing over there and it's going to be fine. Right. But you could sit at the adult table. You know what I mean? Like you could come sit with mayhem and with Asia and Monet. You can come sit with us. You know what I mean? Monet. Yeah. Right. Oh, Monet. Yeah. Monet. Oh. It's funny to see the adults kind of banter because it's it's fun. Like yeah. Asia and um, Monet have oh. this thing now <laughs> that I just love. I love that Asia is always looking for opportunities to read that sponge dress. It is so funny. And what I love is that Monet gets a, yeah, hoot, a kick it. out of it. Yeah, you know, she- <laughs> I just think that's. I'm loving that's, that. Those are two adults. Yes. Those, yeah, that's like Rue and Michelle. Like, mm-hmm. tell us another one. You right, know? right. There's that moment um, later in the deliberations where Michelle has some, or maybe it's during the runway where Michelle has some like pun. It's terrible pun. And then Rue says, if there was a trap door. <laughs> right. Yes. I yeah, love that. yeah. There was a trap door. Right. <laughs> yeah. Michelle, you would go right. 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 And so there's definitely that I think vibe. it was about um, the, 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 the the tool yes yeah. i think that drop that, the, the kids at the tool yes yeah. that's uh, i would definitely <laughs> say that's correct yeah uh, but anyway so she, uh we were talking about rupaul's interactions mm-hmm. with these girls like for the first time right we get a really funny joke from a queer uh from eureka how's your uh, leg <laughs> no complaints i'm like oh brilliant right right you were right there yep yep still rupaul still, loved that yeah still running walking sucking dick and yeah like, <laughs> I just love it. I yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. if you look at uh, Eureka on the whole, it's like she she says this later. She's like, "I'm fine, Rue," and mm-hmm. then on the inside, I'm freaking yeah. out. I'm yeah. like, just run with the "I'm fine, Rue." Yeah, and yeah. ignore that little yeah. fucking voice. That's such an asshole. Because you you are fine. Yeah, you, you are fine. fine. You, you are, are absolutely fine. fine. You're on season ten, girl, mm-hmm. and you're looking great. Yeah, but I think from a TV point of view, I think the fact that Eureka will let us see both sides is great. Oh, we oh, oh we need that. Yeah, in the gay community, we need that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's a it, that's like mm-hmm. one of the things that I'm nervous about with Asia because. Like, I want to see more of Asia because yeah. I'm rooting for Asia. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Ross is like, I don't really feel like I know her yet. Oh, right. He does. And yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. yeah. But but like, 
I can't wait to see that other the non pageant side of her. You yeah. Know? Like, oh, who's yeah, the girl yeah. under the pageant dress? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Hubba hubba. Um, uh, and so anyway, so we also get this uh, the faux drama. I think of this episode is that Vixen's team doesn't have choreo ready. Oh, that's I'm like the like, red herring. Up, shut up. Stop yeah. it. I mean nothing. <laughs> right. Right. I mean that's the whole thing. It's all like oh they're unprepared. Oh, right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. No. They're fine. Right, they're fine. And it's and I get the logic of like, well, there is a choreographer, so maybe we like Well yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But they didn't really do much is what we're I think maybe we're finding out. You know, they didn't get to prepare much oh, yeah. before the rehearsal anyway. Right. Maybe they figured out the costumes, which didn't matter. Yeah, I was like, well, big deal. Yeah. Um so Alyssa Edwards. Oh, I could not be happier to see Alyssa Edwards. Let this be every episode of every season. It she's she's such good TV. So good. DJ Q the track <laughs> you know i forget <laughs> relax and breathe through the movement right i forget that she's in drag i forget oh, that it, I this is two hours of hair and makeup and you know exactly and i wonder when she's working what was it the the beat in mesquite what is oh uh oh the, when she's talking about like i'm gonna treat you the way i treat the kids at uh, beyond belief in mesquite. oh beyond belief in mesquite yeah. mm-hmm. I, I mean is that the name of that's yeah, her that's, dance studio yeah, yeah. brilliant mm-hmm. i think of her at uh, beyond belief in mesquite mm-hmm. i'm like so you're probably out of drag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you, Justin, you are brilliant. Yeah. You are brilliant. Like, I, I love what she gives that note. She's like, right on the platform of your foot. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, well, that's right. You know what you're talking right. about. And you know that she coaches the kids at Beyond Belief the same way <laughs> in and out of drag. Like, it's exactly. the same way. Exactly. When, I love that moment with Yuha. Oh, I love that. <laughs> She's getting her act bigger. It was such good direction. It was. Where, it was. And what she did, you know what she did? And sure, she does this on her own, but Michelle and Carson did this with her in All Stars 2 when she was doing her, oh, yeah. the the commercial or right, whatever. Right. That they the, were doing the, the same. Jolt. Yeah, yeah, they're doing the same encouragement. Yeah. And it works. Yes. Is you just rile you just somebody keep up. Pushing them, keep yeah. pushing them. Keep You've got to get the tank filled so they can output something. Oh, my God. And that's what she did, Ugh, which was so, so smart. smart. So, so smart. I, I, yeah, I feel like there were people who, on like social media criticizing, like, that's not Broadway. And it's like, no, 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 this isn't Broadway. It's drag. Right. She's she's getting to do a drag performance. Yes, yes. There's yeah. a movement on every word, Mary. Right, and it's, it's a, a lip sync. Yeah. yeah. It's a big one. It's exactly. a big one. And I love, like, when I'd see her interpretations versus what the queens did, I was like, yes. Yeah. That's exactly yes. what you should do. Yes. When she says to... um. Somebody, I think she says to Cracker. Well, why don't you do this? Why don't you waltz over? You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, it was Eureka. Yeah. Eureka, yeah. Well, yeah, that's do a right. Slide. Yeah, do there's a no slide. walking. Yeah, no, no walking. walking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love her Charlie Hyde's dig. Another oh, self reference. Yeah. This whole season is gonna be about referencing Drag Race. It's interesting sure. how the references are not external anymore. Right. I mean. I feel like in seasons past, if you were referring to someone who wasn't a, dancing much, they'd be like, oh, you're not going to give me a Lana Del Rey or you're right. not going to give me a whatever. Yeah. Um, the fact that it's now all Drag Race references. Oh, yeah. God. And let's just say down and a gown and a knock and a knock. I'm just like, oh, yes, down yeah. and a gown. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, oh, a knock and a knock. <laughs> and I mean, I have to say, like watching Asia do the choreography. Oh, yes. I was like, this is so good. I She's mean, so good at this. Asia is so good. She's really, really so good. good. And I and I loved when Alyssa when Calorie corrects her and Alyssa does her like you think you're clever don't oh, you oh you think you're clever don't you that's <laughs> one of my favorite Alyssa catchphrases oh my god uh, that's isn't that a isn't that a quote from Ami Dearest oh I think it is yeah. and then she did it in Snatch yes. Game that's what it is you think you're clever don't you, think you? You're clever don't you but I think the way she yes. does it in Snatch Game is well, so now good. it's so iconic yeah yeah, yeah for yeah, sure those lips yeah those lips. The lips the one with the lips. <laughs> 
one with the lips. With the lips. Um, yeah, you know, she she obviously pulls a producer card and mm-hmm. is not impressed with Vixens. Right. Not being prepared. Her team not being prepared. Mm-hmm. Just creating more conflict. Like, just like, similar to a Todrick Hall creating conflict in All Stars 3. Yeah. That wasn't really there. Right. Um, we save BB. But, like, you know, like, when Todrick was first there. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, okay, this is just kind of like what, what right. producers have to do. But at least it's not as aggressive. I think. No, Al- no, no. Alyssa always seems like she's on their side. She's on their team. Well, and she's wearing a dress. You know, it's yeah. just like, okay. Well, and she, I mean, and not to jump ahead, but she does. She has that speech about, like, guys, I know how you're feeling. Yeah. I've done this twice. I've been kicked off Drag Race three times. Yeah. I've been in your pumps. Yeah. I know how this feels. Yeah. That was really great. And that, to me, was like, and now you need to be a permanent guest judge. Well, because, I mean, somebody that gives that such great talking head. Mm-hmm. I mean, she gives great talking head. Oh, so yeah. So you need somebody like that on the show. Todrick didn't give great talking head. No. Because he's not uh, the drag personality, right? Like, he might yeah. be brilliant and very smart and, like, a producer, but, yeah. like, there's some there's a difference that you you want to yeah. make us laugh, make it funny. Yeah, Todrick's not here to comment on things. He's here to do things. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? yeah. 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 Um Blair, for instance, you know, I love when he's like, Blair, are you all right? Or Alyssa's like, Are you all right? Right. And Blair's like, I'm good. I'm happy I'm good. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh you so sweetheart. Like I believe you. This little baby giraffe. Yeah. Just oh, learning how to walk the first time. Giraffe. Those legs, I was like Pinocchio with no strings yeah. was a perfect way to describe that little yeah. munchkin. Sweet little goose well, yeah, yeah. sweetie dottie she's a sweetie dottie yeah. i just i she's been in her pumps Alyssa's been in her pumps she before. gets it and i think in that moment you know we talk about this with rue if rue knows with certain queens how to handle them yeah she know knew with kim chi to be a little gentler right Alyssa has the same instinct she knew with blair to like oh let me put a gentle hand on sure. this whereas you could tell with the vixen she's like you might want to work on that like right she could tell the vixen didn't want too much hands on. You right, know what I mean? Right. Whereas Blair, I just feel like, oh, you're like one of my little eight year olds yeah. and beyond beneath belief, you and, know? And in a very kind of teacher way, she like holds Eureka back after dismissal. Mm-hmm. She's like, Eureka, how are you doing? Yeah. Oh, it's it's all just it's so good. It's yeah. just it's so intuitive. Yeah. I and, think I don't think anybody hated Alyssa in this episode. No, I think um I read an interview with Cameron and I think she said that she and somebody else were just like crying like babies when they saw her and they just <laughs> edited it out. They just lost their shit. And I would have done the same. I just would have been like oh. so excited and moved uh, to see Alyssa. The, the time <laughs> I saw Alyssa in Union Square oh, yeah. giving out free ice cream, mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't even get the ice cream. I right. was just like close to her. Right, yeah, right. I just didn't to even be talked to her. Oh, God, can you imagine Alyssa if we got her Edwards. on All oh Right, Mary? Oh, my God, Alyssa Edwards. That'd be amazing. I can't even do a tongue pop. Hope Maybe she could come on and teach us how to do tongue Maybe, pop. That'd maybe. That'd be something we need to film. Yeah. Um. So so we move back. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, um. oh, so Eureka's, Eureka's in her head. Yeah, so, um, yeah. And we find that this team is actually supportive of Eureka mm-hmm. in the best kind of like way possible. It's not yeah. that they're heartless, but they're kind of like, yeah she's going through it okay we'll be there for her well and the reality is like you have to everyone has to do well yeah because if their team wins then all of them are safe right and the other team knew that they recognize that as soon as they won they're like i think blair says none of us are going home this week yeah and i think that's the thing is you can't let eureka just melt down because she's going to bring down the whole ship and that's not a weight joke but she will bring down the whole ship yeah no yeah uh, Yeah. it it was a weight joke yeah well dick sorry um <laughs> so you know i have a dusty dot question because oh. i'm i'm moving into when they're getting ready in the mirror oh sure after the group hug with Rika, yeah that just made me panicky so like, oh, get off of her oh i don't oh, no, like i think she needed oh no it. she did Mon- i don't uh, was, need it was it monique was it monique who went right to her 
Monique and Calorie did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know just group hugs like that make me very claustrophobic. They're, they're all just piling on. I'm like, oh, God, get off of me. Oh. But I'm, I think, you know, I wasn't in the middle of it, so it's fine. Yeah. 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 Maybe uh, it wasn't. Uh, oh, yeah, it was Monique. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it was Monique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Monique and I think Dusty. I yeah. think we're like right on her. Yeah. Um, and then everybody else. Um, so the Dusty Dot question. So I think we've talked about this before when it came to Tatiana. Mm hmm. So we have, do you listen to the judges or do you impress them with your nerve to defy them and do you? Yeah. I mean, I think then there's also the third angle of like, do you, do you listen and do you listen? Do you listen? I think there's, do you listen? I think that's one of the challenges of Drag Race. Okay. Do you listen? Because... There's Tatiana's point of view, but there's also Raven's point of view. Right. If I want to change it, I'll change it. I can do my own look whenever I want when I yeah. go home. For the there's for no the, stubbornness. Yeah, here. for the handful of weeks I'm on this show, I'm going to do it. I'll try it. Yeah, and you never know what that will, you know, create. What that will, you know, produce out of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, but I mean, I mean, I think of somebody like a Trixie Mattel. It's like if somebody told Trixie on the judging panel to do different makeup, mm-hmm. how much uh, Derek Barry. Yeah. She mm-hmm. shouldn't Derek Barry shouldn't have done a new brow. Not at that point. No. Not like She not, shouldn't have done a new brow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that also Dusty the the changes they were asking for while it's her signature look, it's oh, easy. It, it's relatively easy adjustable. Yeah, exactly. But it's also then like so petty. It's like, well, this is it really going to matter? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I I'll be curious to see how she handles it going forward. Well, she still kept the dots, which I like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I really appreciated that. I'm like, I'm glad that you didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm really I, glad that you didn't. I think there's creative ways. Cuz they're not ways. that offensive. Yeah, like get over it. There's creative ways that she can do it yeah. that uh I think could Make Michelle eat her words a little bit, and I'd love to see that. Yeah, I mean, you know what would have been the ultimate troll mm-hmm. would have been like a Bindi. Oh, sure. You yeah. don't want dots on my face. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that would go over well, like dreadlocks on a white queen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, let's say she was, you know, yeah. of like uh, of that religion. You know, and that was, you know, what, funny. I had a similar thought earlier this week. You know, of, of the diversity of queens we've seen, we've never seen a queen from India. We've never seen an Indian queen. That's true. I mean, we've had South Asian queens. We've had Raja. We've had Jujubee. Yeah. But like, that's just one part of the world. Yeah, that's true. Um, but for India being such a huge population. We both... had India Farah, Colin. Oh, for the love <laughs> of God. <laughs> India Pheromone. Yeah. No. <laughs> nope. She was put in the India and Indiana. Like, that oh, was yeah. Not... There you go, Mary. Yeah. No, that was not it. Um, yeah, I just think that because there's such a huge population and it made me think about BB and how she does and Valentina, how they do much cultural drag. Right. I'd love to see a drag queen. I'm sure there are. Mary's let us know. Uh, Indian queens who are doing a cultural drag. Sure. I mean, there's, there's so gotta many. Be. Yeah. I mean, I feel like. So the Otherwise, sorry. we're so wrong and sorry. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. That's an Ellen joke. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, wrap it up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like there's so much about Indian fashion and the saris and the jewelry that like sure. lends to it. Oh, my God. The Bengals. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Ugh, so totally. if that queen's out there, let us know. Um, yeah. So uh, the next kind of thing, we, we we get a little moment from Calorie. Oh, yes. This is her um, going home this, this is, week's speech. Yeah. This, yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly. This yeah. I appreciate myself. You should appreciate yourself, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is an interesting discussion. Uh, we don't have to talk too long about it because I think we've had this discussion before. Mm-hmm. But this idea that actually 
it wasn't her being gay. Right. It was her being fat. Yeah. And that there is, uh, that kids are just mean. Yeah. And that will look for any difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so maybe they didn't know that Calorie was gay at the time, but she was fat. So right. they went after that. Mm-hmm. Any any chance that m- mean kids that are hurting, hurting, you know? Yeah, they'll find the easiest thing to project that hurt onto. Right. And... I feel like, you know, no matter how much people have evolved, I feel like weight will always be an easy one. Yeah. You know, right. uh, Alexis shell, you yeah, know, it's just yeah. like, it's, what, what was, uh, was it Raven fat, you know, right. the reads. We have Delta work. So, about it's that. the yeah. first thing. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. It's easy. It's boring. Yeah. 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 So I think that like, I get that. I get how that becomes this like default thing. Yeah. Um, I did like that. She was inspired by Juju B. I thought that's a great queen yeah. to be inspired by. Oh, for sure. Um, just for in terms sure. of how to carry yourself and have confidence. Yeah. Um, and mean, it's another meta reference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the traumas that fat kids face. I mean, it is, uh, you think of isms, right? Sizeism mm-hmm. is a thing. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And, they can be just as cruel to a gay kid as to a fat kid mm-hmm. or, you know, to a black kid, to an Asian kid. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. When you're the different one, mm-hmm. you will suffer abuses from children. Yeah. And then hopefully not adults, but sometimes when you're an adult. Yeah. And when you are a combo, when you are fat and gay, if you're, you know what I mean? Or you're, you're not white and you're fat and you're gay. Fat, feminine, Asian. Yeah. Fat, feminine, Asian. It's like, oh God, if it's not, if it's not because of my size, it's because of my race. If it's not because of my race, it's because right. of my, uh, my, my demeanor you yeah know what I, mean? I mean monique talks about this in untucked that we'll talk about yep. later mm-hmm. i mean just the idea that you're black and gay like it yeah it, it, it's it just yeah. doesn't happen yeah that just you're not supposed to mm-hmm. culturally yeah not to not to bring up you know last week's runway puns but it really stacks the cards against you <laughs> yeah no yeah. totally yeah really um and i feel like uh this is uh, this is just an interesting discussion because mm-hmm. i think everybody can really relate to this and you know we walk through the world um, as as people and we have to figure out ways to rise above the hate that will always be there mm-hmm. and that's why reading challenges quote unquote help yeah you know yeah. you get used to hearing those digs you mm-hmm. get used to it in a quote unquote safe environment yeah and I think that somebody like um, a calorie probably has done work on herself you know mm-hmm. to really kind of rise above the traumas that she faced yeah and I think that uh, it's a it's a great lesson for a lot of us especially queer kids whether you're fat black Asian whatever um, whether you're dyslexic whether whatever you are yeah um, and gay that you have to figure out how you're going to be as an adult because you you have to understand that it's still going to exist when you're an adult yeah it's about and, like and it's not that yeah. it gets better because and I hate that Dan Savage phrase that said this before it doesn't mm-hmm. get better it gets easier mm-hmm. because you learn how to deal with it yeah it doesn't get better you get better at yeah, it. yeah exactly it's really, you get better at it yeah yeah um, yeah, I mean, you know, as usual, I, I'm always down for some social justice corner on Drag Race. I'm yeah. always down for them to give a highlight on an issue. For sure, especially because she's going home. Yeah. You know? So, like, you know, I, I think I think that the fact that there are contestants on the show who are, um, I mean, especially in, in uh, sort of when we look back on All Stars 3 and we look at, like, Shangela's fat suit and all of that mm-hmm. and kind of the conversations that started. Right. And then... This is not the right or the wrong side. It's just an, we when we talked about that, we said there's a lot of perspectives. Yeah, and Eureka is a different perspective, and Calories a different perspective, sure. and it's just like how you choose to look at this. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. Um, so I mean, I think yeah, I feel like when the whole Shangela thing came out, Eureka was like, "Girl, I am fat and pretty hot and tasty," and uh, Calorie the same way, really just kind of owning like I'm a big girl, even with my belly and yep. my tummy, I still feel sexy. Yummy with my tummy. Yummy with my tummy. Yeah, and it's like. I, I'm not mad at that. Mm-mm. I I'm very I'm very much not mad at that. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. 
Um, let's talk about the runway. Let's move the things along, please. Yes. Um, <coughs> we have Halsey. Do you know who Halsey is? I know the name. I know the kids love Halsey. Oh, the kids love Halsey. Yeah. She is uh, most famous, I think, for that hit that she had with the Chainsmokers. Oh, is that her? Called Closer, yeah. Uh, that big song. Yes. Oh, that's her. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good for She's her. She's a young millennial. She's yeah. bisexual, bipolar, biracial. Oh, is she? Yeah. She's, I, I thought she was a, I thought she oh, and she's Padma a great were judge. great hosts. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Padma Lakshmi is she, so beautiful. Yeah. And, and she has that scar. Oh, that's right. That's right. And she talks about her scar all the time. What is that from? Where does she? Well, she. Um, it's a way for her to connect with. I think uh, she was talking to somebody on some show about mm-hmm. it. Maybe it was. Maybe she was on. Oh man, maybe it was Top Chef. But yeah, mm-hmm. she. You know, your scar defines you. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it was like a, a top model type of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so she has this long scar on her. Uh, her arm oh well all right uh i did not see it but i uh i thought she, i thought love she her. and halsey had great oh yeah feedback this episode i love that rue had just finished uh doing her promotional shoots for all stars three and was like well i guess oh, i gotta film this episode right. i'm not right. doing two drags today oops oops um and you know clocked yeah clocked yeah, um, it's fine well, i mean whatever she's an efficient uh, who, who said it on twitter an efficient fish yeah exactly yeah. but yeah. the fish and efficient i'm not yeah. mad at that at all um, <laughs> well said. yeah and of course like hi ross always happy to see ross, oh, hello, ross. i'm always excited for ross yeah hello ross um so let's talk about farmer rusicals this was for me, this was a brilliantly written mm-hmm. lip sync song because of how self-referential it was and how the, the, the satire and parody in it was so high yeah. that it was almost like, I kind of just want to read the words. Yeah. You, you or really I wish this was filmed. Watch it twice. Yeah, yeah. To at least start to get like all the nuances. Better yeah. living through fake science. I mean, they are reading the shit out of pharmaceutical drugs. Yeah. You and I once talked about this, about um, binge eating disorder yes, being this, this made up thing, but it's really like Zoloft. What it is. Uh, and, and I know this because I used to and now again work in digital advertising, particularly for a health website that has lots of pharmaceutical advertisers and uh they they're the the company um shire that produces vivance which is an adhd medication what a lot of these companies will do is they will find another indication for the drug instead of inventing a new drug wow so they took this adhd medication and they determined that it was also could also treat binge eating disorder which in the past had only been really treated with talk therapy and and you know because it's a behavioral thing sure it's not a chemical thing it's it's a it's a behavioral thing. Right. It's not, I heard someone say this once and I nearly jumped out the window. They were like, well, maybe it's because you're just not paying attention to how much you're eating. And so the Vivance helps you focus on that. And I was like, I have to go. I need to go. We need to leave. Mm-hmm. I was like, Sally Field. I have to go. We have to leave. Yeah. I was, the whole time? The whole time? Yeah. 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 And so that was a real like... Binge eating disorder very well may be a real thing, but I don't think it should be treated with a chemical. I'm not saying it's not a real thing. It's yeah, certainly for sure should you not need, be treated you, with a chemical. Go to therapy, mm-hmm. go to a behavior cognitive yeah. therapy for sure. It's why are you binging? Right, right. It's what's don't underneath fix it. it with a pill. Yes. Ugh. So yeah. So uh, the pharmaceutical industry is disgusting. I, I will just say. There are cures for most of this shit, yeah. but they're not going to make any money with a cure mama. Right. So, oh, no. No, there are maintenance drugs. Yeah. Um, I, and I'll leave it at that, but I fully, people. I fully believe that a lot of things that affect a lot of people have cures. Sure. Um, but when I see how much money oh my these God. maintenance drugs make, yeah. why would they ever put out a cure? Oh, terrible. Yeah. So, um, womp womp. So, uh, the future is now and it's freaking me out. Um, <laughs> 
you know, I thought Monique was fine. We, I, I think mm. the issues that came up for me are who are on the top and who are on the bottom here. Yeah. Um, so we have the, well, we could talk about the little drugs, right? So we have the Donka Donks. I thought that was a weaker one. Yeah. Um, I yeah, thought, you know, Calorie obviously got lost in that. Right. So that one, I mean, I thought that Monique, I mean, she, yeah, she didn't know all the words, but she's she so much fun. Great. To, yeah, she looks so much fun to oh watch. God, it was yeah. a great little uh, bodysuit. Yeah. yeah, she did miss some words. Mm-hmm. She yeah. missed, I think, like, uh, they showed, like, one phrase that she missed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, it looked like Calorie. Did you call Calorie? She, like, fell off her chair. Yeah, she, like, slipped off I her was chair. Like, oh, girl. Yeah. Oh, Calorie. I know. Oh, and like sweet little baby. I know. And then when she did that thing where she went behind the line. Oh, them, yeah, no. It was like, she was late. It looked like she was late. Yeah, I think she was. She yeah. was later early, but it was like, I think they were all supposed to kind of, you know, duck down for her to be seen. Right. And Couldn't I just, see her. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so the other one was, um, Flossie Da, which obviously Flossie Da, Oh, Flossie Da, yeah, I thought that was yeah, a clever little, a nice little thing. Um, and you know, it's drag punny, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, you don't want to get a hard on right. while you're in drag. I thought this was probably my favorite one from this team. I th- oh, well, cause it's dusty, right? Well, and I, but I thought and Asia Yua was great. Asia and Yua were really funny as well. Oh no, but Asia was, um, more, I thought a part of Trollvada. She was in this one too. She has the last line in it, and it's oh, really funny. And okay. then it cuts to Trollvada. No, because she's the one who says, "No, you've been. You're the one popping out at parties." Oh right. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right, right. Which is, I think, an "I Love Lucy" reference. Do oh. you poop out at parties? Oh. Are you unpopular? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. And then when she gets drunk, she says, "Do you pop out at parties? Are you oh, unpopular?" Yes. Oh, that, vitamin Men? Yeah, yeah. I thought it sounded familiar. That's a great lip sync to do. Oh. Could you imagine that? Oh, I'd scene? love that to whole see that. fucking scene. Yeah, I'd love make it to. happen, Marys. Yeah, um, I, my favorite was Trovada, mm-hmm. um, just because I thought that it was so clever. If you listen to the words, mm-hmm. the queens on Twitter being bitter. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was great, and Aquarius shined. Oh, I was, I didn't recognize Aquarius. I thought that she was solid. I thought it was so. She could have been older, and they were picking, and she really could have didn't done a Courtney act and looked uglier. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think that was a. But part I also of it. get her point of like, but then I got to do this whole other. Look yeah, right well, after. you could have glasses. Yeah, <laughs> but I also think. I mean, I just love that line of "For the love of Kathleen Turner, what is happening?" <laughs> I love that. Um, but I also think that they were picking at Aquaria because they know that she's fierce. They yeah. know that she's smart. And oh, they have God. to. They, they have got, to find something. And they got to push her. Yeah. And and so I got it because really she did great. But don't be like, afraid to be ugly, Aquaria. Yeah. 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 It's really like we. They want to push her beyond she can what be she thinks she can do. funnier if she relaxes. Yeah. I don't think Aquarius is as relaxed as she uh, is coming off as, you know, as oh. the confident millennial she is. She doesn't seem relaxed to me at all. Yeah. 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 It's like, well, it's like, take off the turtleneck, girl. Oh, you know? God. Get comfortable. Wear a tank top. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Bowl of fun soup. Yeah. Um, um, Team Vixen, for me, I mean, uh, Conflama... Uh, oh, this yeah. was hilarious. So many references. And it was, uh, I, I felt like I was being trolled because mm-hmm. Vixen has this. Mm-hmm. How appropriate. Bitch, yeah. I'm from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Won't go home till we start a fight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah, this isn't RuPaul's best friend race, yeah. which is the, what she's all pushing. her. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah. okay, I'm being trolled right now. Yeah. Troll, trollvada. Troll, right you're trollvada <laughs> me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and Annie Cohen has this weird oh. little cameo. But it was funny when actually I liked it. <laughs> It was just weird that it was like, oh, this was like, like, how did they film it in the moment? You know what I mean? Because obviously it's a green screen thing. Oh, it was just a green screen. Yeah. And so we just heard the track. That must have been what yeah, it is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, Swallowies. This, you know, 
this was the winner for me. Cameron yeah. should have won this challenge. Yeah. Um, not only did she look beautiful on the runway, yeah. but she had a Katya leg moment, mm-hmm. which I loved. Right. Um, and she totally dwarfed, no pun intended, Blair. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cameron. Blair got completely lost. I really missed Blair. It was all about Cameron yeah. with the terminal gag reflex. Yeah. Um, and I just loved it. She gave me so much more than I expected. Yeah. So much more face, so much more right. energy. And I thought, and I loved. She was the best on that team. Yeah, yeah. More than Vixen. I agree. And her look on the runway was better than Vixen's. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm. Are we on the same show? I'm I'm keen to talk about her look. I don't know what I think about it, but I definitely expected her to win. Um, yeah. And I thought it would have been great for her to kind of start to bloom a little yeah, bit like, with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, a little quiet kind of, quiet success. Yeah, you yeah. Know? But I mean. You know, quiet killer. Yeah, hopefully. Well, I mean, the next episode, I feel like that's going to be make or break for her because they have to like be sure. on and sell something. Yeah. So. Um, so drag mouth. This I thought was like so appropriate. It also mm. featured the Bendela Creme rent voice. Yes, and air guitar. Yes, yeah, air guitars, I which I, you love. I didn't love this one. They as also much. referenced Mary. It's a big problem, Mary. Yes, I was. I appreciated vocabulary. that. Yeah. Um, and you know, I. I also recognize the reality of drag mouth, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, if you go to a gay bar, mm-hmm. there's got to be somebody that's just kind of like spazzing out in this gay way. Like, right. oh, yes, work. Oh, mama. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's real. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> it's a real thing. I, that, yes, I fully got the message of the song. But that like rent voice air guitar. I was like, well, this isn't my favorite song, <laughs> you know? Right. But right. they did fine, of course. Yeah. And um, then you have the joke at the end with Mayhem of is there an anal option? And I thought she was yeah, she, good. She was I thought she was, she I, was great. I feel like she. I kinda, it just wasn't as funny as Cameron's. So no, I was like, okay, Mayhem. Great, but I great think job. that for Mayhem to have the whole stage to herself for a moment, like that's a pretty. Sure. It was definitely a Bibi Zahara Benet type of moment. Yeah. And I think she, I think she did oh, really she well. Oh, she was great. Yeah. I think there's a lot of great. nuance with her. Yeah. And, you know, an unsp- unsung hero. For this lip sync is a Monet who didn't really have a moment. I had the same she had note. the astigmatism eyes, which mm-hmm. I love, but she didn't have her own little thing. Yes, yeah, she didn't star in any of these, but every bit that she was in, she oh, stole she the scene. It. Oh, I that was that was my note of Monet that she was great, but like yeah, she only got like a bunch of supporting roles, right? Um, but they were all perfect. I mean, that right. was one of the things I was thinking about was the Vixen chose the roles for her team, and Asia. I it seemed like maybe she it was we didn't really see how they chose roles, but maybe yeah. it was a little more. Uh, collaborative Yeah But I feel like There were certain characters That were a little miscast In that team And I think in the Vixens team Everyone was perfectly cast Yeah I, You know I would have put Mon- uh, Monet into Blair's role Oh I could have ga- And featured that. Monet more I, I mean, And I thought that She did cast her As the fairy godmother Which is why I was surprised To see Blair Didn't Don't Did you remember When they're in the workroom Oh Vixen yeah. says like Okay Monet's gonna be The fairy godmother Done Oh yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. So then it changed. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because yeah. I would have liked to see that, obviously. But I mean, everything else she did, it was great. Right. So, well, anyway, I, I people will love or hate this uh, musical lip sync, mm-hmm. um, and I think for me, it wasn't the best performed, mm-hmm. but it was um, really well written. Yeah. In the sense of uh, satire. Yeah. I thought it was really smart, mm-hmm. and then at the end, they're like, "Yeah, most scientists don't recommend us." Right. Right. When I think in terms of one of because most scientists don't recommend those pharmaceutical drugs. Sure. But Pharmacists think, do. Yeah. And they're not scientists. No. They're not. Uh, I think they're that businessmen. I think that what was really interesting People. with this lip sync challenge versus other ones is that there are also so many different musical styles and so many different types. Oh, of, that's true. Whereas the other ones really kind of stayed to the same one or two styles. Yeah. Um. So that's I think, 
I think that this was maybe less of a cohesive package, but right. the, some of its parts are worth. Oh it. my god, for sure. Yeah. yeah, no, I I I appreciate what they were what they were saying and what they were doing. Yeah, I just don't think it landed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So let's let's talk about some looks. Yeah, looks like bring looks. it to the runway. Yeah. Run, run, runway. I I don't want to go through all of them. No. Um, um but I I want to talk about my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Booney Cart. Okay. Again. Yeah. Winner, winner. Eyes on your dinner. Yeah, Cookie Monster. Um, it, Cookie Monster. Yeah. She had a reveal. Yeah. It was rhinestones. I don't really understand what Padma was saying when she's like, I didn't understand. You didn't really do anything with it. I'm like, she was covering up her eyes on her boobs and her eyes were on her head. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, I I kind of understood what Padma was saying of like, I don't see the connection between the two looks. One's Cookie Monster. One's this kind of like concept. Maybe if the two had a conceptual marriage. Oh. Maybe if it was another Sesame Street character. Uh, I don't know. Not a reason for her to be on the bottom. No, no. I don't think she should have I'll been. I'll tell you who should have been on the bottom when we get there. But like, this was my favorite look. I thought it was whimsical and funny. And again, another version of Monique Cart where I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you yeah, know? certainly. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm always going to be down for Monique Cart. I'm always going to be down for a reveal. But like, I, I understood what Padma was saying. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. Um, whose was your favorite? Was it Asia? Um, that one grew on me. Um, but I she really looked amazing. Uh, yeah, I love the color. I mean, I thought that like I said that Dusty put the beet in Beetlejuice. I thought that was good. <laughs> I, you know, they were gagging over Dusty's look, and I don't really know why. I was like, mm-hmm. this is a great look. Yeah, that's all I thought. Yeah, I thought that it was similar enough to Layla McQueen that I was surprised how much they read her sure. and didn't read this. Sure, because I don't think Layla's was like a broke version of this. No, that coat was incredible. It was great. Yeah, yeah. So that was a little surprising. Right, I, I didn't expect them to love this so much. Um, I don't know what my favorite one was. I mean, Aquarius Aquarium? was really cool. Aquarius was really smart. Yeah, cool. and I thought that like you know, Crackers was really cool. And they look completely different. Oh, you know, Cracker. That's true. She looked yeah. like royalty in that dress. Um, you know, Cameron's. I haven't figured out how I feel about it. Okay, so I, so Cameron. What I think is so important about Cameron's look here is that it was incredibly feminine mm-hmm. and that I didn't notice any muscles. Yeah. There was a different shape. Mm-hmm. I thought that the the pink makeup into the hair I thought was really interesting. She had rainbow butterflies. Mm-hmm. It was just an unexpected look yeah. from such a butch queen. And I think she does it very much on purpose of like, you know, not kind of like, oh, there's the muscle queen. I think she wants to do that full illusion and and be able to create something that isn't based on the on the template of being a muscle queen. You know what right. I mean? And she wants to expand beyond that. So I appreciate that, certainly. Um, yeah, I just, I think that like maybe without the tool or I don't know, maybe there was just I, I, something about it I didn't love, but the makeup was cool and the fact that it was a whole look yeah. that everything, I thought that was cool. Um, I thought the Vixen didn't look impressive. I thought it was, yeah. a, it was a, you know, yeah, a hot I, look. Yeah, so to speak. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I but, mean, um, it was, I was like, it not more impressed kindling. with. I've, I've yeah. not been impressed with any of her runways. I liked her piping, but it was basic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even her entrance look, I was like, well, that's all tacked on. Yeah. And so then we have this flames look where I'm like, this. T- it's, this is yeah. not your best drag. This is supposed to be best drag. I don't believe any of these were the best drag. To be real with you, okay. I just I'm not. I'm not seeing this as best drag. I think all of these queens. I mean, they kind of held back. Held back. I mean, I loved Monet. Monet. Monet looked 
beautiful. I mean, you can be simple, like one thing, and yep. you can make it work. Yeah. And good God, that hair. Yes. I love that kind of like white blonde hair against mm-hmm. her skin. I just think that looks so good. Yeah. And she just, and I love the cut. Like it just yeah. fits her so well. And not to knock Mayhem or Blair's pageant dresses, they were great. Mm-hmm. And that's their best drag. And I get that they're pageant queens, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah. Blair's was like an incredible dress. I think this was probably Miss Cracker's best drag. Yeah, that this I would This was believe. probably Miss Cracker's best drag. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if this is Miss Vic, if this is the Vixen's best drag, yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't know what's gonna come down the runway. I yeah, I just didn't believe a Aquarius lot of Aquarius also did well. Yeah, I didn't think these were the best. Um but I mean, you know, not terrible looks. Why have the best drag so early on? Is yeah. it because you wanna like because there's so many looks, you know, maybe because mm-hmm. it's the platform and it's like you better show it now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I was surprised that came so soon. I also was on Yuha's side oh. when she clapped back at the judges. Because yeah. if she had worn yellow and black, she yep. would have been red for filth. Yeah. I, I did like I like that Michelle was being very tell me what you're doing out here in a bathing suit with no corset and a sure, bell sure. and a bell and a bell and a bell like I love that so we're wearing a bodysuit and fishnets mm-hmm. and yeah. but like the look I think I that, liked her look I didn't like it I liked it I, I thought it was cool I think that she could have done more and I like I think that's a compliment that's a complimentary challenge you know it's like you can do more. I know you can do more. Yeah. Go do more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she probably should have just bit her tongue after she explained the first time that right. she was going to do something else. Right. Uh, yeah. And that it was yellow and black. Yeah. Yeah. Take the note and then just move on. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, but I thought, you, you know, you and the challenge was oh, great. She was fine. Yeah. She was fine for me. Um, um, you know, in the bottom, it, it turns out to be Eureka, Calorie, and Yuhua. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, no. It was um, Monique. And oh. I think it should have been Yuhua. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Because of Monique's look. Yeah. I, I don't know. And if, that's just me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean. do me, Mary. Uh, you know, I appreciated this, you know, let's scare Monique to death moment. You know, I appreciate that. <laughs> and Monique God. returned with that. Oh, uh, the cry. That cry. Uh. I, you know, like. And this is also after. The trauma she had backstage yeah. talking to her mother. She's she's going through it, and it's yeah, well, like, they're putting her through it. Yeah, they which really I are. hope I hope she rises above it and wins the whole season. Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> oh, Monique Hart, what a great winner. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it just I I just love that moment when she just stopped and hunched and yes. cried, and then part of me was like, I get it. I don't. Part of it, at first I thought it was fake, and then I was like, no, no. I think that happens. That you're just like. They they do that. They fuck with you, and you're like, oh, for God's sake! I the second episode, like right. the the fact when that she's I, really killing it. Yeah, to be yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Like I understand that feeling, um, but I mean, I kind of knew from the start, like this was going to come down to Calorie and Eureka. Sure, and and I knew there was no way in hell Eureka was going to go home. That yeah. this was going to be all about. For a couple of reasons. One, this is all about Eureka coming out of her shell and coming out of her fear. Like, that's what this is supposed to be about, I think. Yeah. And we're supposed to see a new Eureka next episode. I also think there's just, and we see this with the critiques, that Calorie and Ross really challenges her of, like, explain your drag to me. Yeah. And this is so important. It's like the whole know know thyself um, test. It's like, how well do you know your drag and who you are? And I think that Calorie had a lot of ideas but I don't know if she knows her drag yet in the way that they're asking. Okay. In a way that she can explain it. Yeah. Um, and I hope that she starts to refine that. I think that'd be really cool if she really figures out the story of Calorie beyond yeah. just being a big girl. Yeah. 
It's like, okay, great. You've established You're a big that. girl. What else? Right. Yeah. What do you do? What do you yeah, do? There's other big girl? girls. Yeah. There's yeah. other big girls doing yeah. more than just being big. Right. Um, so I, you know, I, I kind of knew even from that, it's like, they don't keep like, what are they going to keep you around for? You know? Yeah. Like, it's just not here yet. Yeah, the story is uh, more ripe with Eureka. Yes. Because you want to see her overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? and it's like, and she's back, and I think to have her go home so soon would just be like... Well, and this lip sync. Well, and this lip sync. And this lip sync. Let's talk about this lip sync. Yeah. Uh, this, of course, is Best of My Love by the Emotions. Mm-hmm. Eureka is remarkable. And this is the first time we've seen her lip sync on Drag Race. Yeah, Eureka's great. Yeah. Eureka does a really, really great job. Yeah. There's uh, so much emotional weight. Yeah, she she put, puts it all on her face, on her body. Oh, there's those wavy, the shaky hands. Oh, my hands. God, the shaky hands, the shaky head. Yeah, there was those, like, kind of James Brown moves that she was oh, doing. Oh, yeah. That she I was, was just, like, marching. Yeah. Yeah. And you knew she fucking wanted this. Right. Like, there was no doubt in my mind that she was giving it everything she had. Who on Twitter was saying they couldn't help but think of another lip sync during this Oh man We get so many messages I can't even oh, think Oh I don't know What oh, else would this Remind it. me of you, you, I think Yeah you probably Missed that one mm. um, But yeah No this is In reference There was Another lip sync That was referenced Oh in terms of like Being similar to Eureka's like Energy No I think just Two big girls Oh two big girls Oh I don't know Yeah I don't remember The last time I've seen Two big girls um, But anyway I, Yeah Just yeah. her The, the like Robot yeah. legs or yes. whatever. It was. Oh, those like she just stood her ground. I mean, there was that one. Oh, it's like a ginger minge moment. Yeah, in what way? Didn't she do that? Um, that lip sync where she's they're kind of like revving up. What was oh, it? Oh, um, I'm thinking of her when she was in the the conjoined twins one, and there's well, there's another one, of no. course. Yeah, well, there's not the one we're talking about. Oh man, not we're the, the finale one. No, not the gospel. No, she moment. she wins it. Oh God! Is it Show Me Love? Yeah, versus Trixie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. You know what I'm talking about yes. with like the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I. Yeah, I do. I know what you mean. There's... That's that lip sync we forgot about before. That is, or we thought that was li- wasn't a lip sync <laughs> yeah, song. Exactly. Yeah. Um. No. I. I think that Eureka. There was just so much. There was so much weight. Ugh, no, so much gravitas. There we go. In what she was doing. Um. I. And there was at one point where she's. She's at the edge of the stage closer to the judges And it's like she's pleading with them Oh yeah And I live for that Yeah I just I I, I love you for that I, And I love you for that I love, you for um, that. I love this lip sync I mean Already I mean Calorie wasn't Terrible But I mean there was no She comparison. wasn't good it, it Compared was not, to Eureka And she no. had to know they're yeah. not going to keep my ass over Eureka. Right. You know? Right. Um, I also love Don't Be Sorry, Be Fierce. I think oh, we've heard that before. Somewhere. I know. I've heard that before. Yeah. But Eureka, these lines, I won't disappoint again. I'm sorry. I'll fight. Like, it's so... Ugh, I just love the drama of that. Mm-hmm. Of her crying oh, and sweating. It's such drama. I live for the it. The drama of the ball. She yeah. does such good TV in those moments. Oh, oh but yeah. then when Monique says, come home, come home. Come home, come home. Oh, I love it. Yeah, these are the moments that make life worth a living. Yes. Um, Calories, uh, goodbye statement. Her exit line was a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Calorie I... may not have curbed your craving today. <laughs> Just remember, carbs are friends. And food Right I was like okay And right. you know I, To be honest with you What she should have done Is just said Miss Vanjie Three times Oh yes Yeah yeah. <laughs> Miss Calorie Could you imagine No if she just said Miss Vanjie Right but I But I feel like I don't know I would love that But I feel like You'd have to know That this is You'd have be to know, know And I don't know if she 
Yeah, she, she's think... probably in her feelings in that poem. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, a million to... kill, a million girls would kill for this opportunity. Yeah, really. Yeah, she's just she coming with the job. quotes. Yeah. yeah, she saw Devil Wears Prada recently. She did. She, yeah. I think she might be a she might be a Mary. I think she must have she must be yeah, a Matreon. She, uh, she's a Matreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. Um, you know, and yeah. she's such a wreck. I'm like, oh, good God, I hope New Mexico's proud of her because, like, oh yeah, I think There's she a lot needs of pressure. it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, but you got on the show and you right. represented the fact that there is drag in New Mexico. Oh, yeah. And like there's drag in more places than like New York and L.A. and Chicago. Yeah. So like totally. that's great. And now you're a drag race girl. Like what are you gonna do with this platform? Yeah, I know. You know? Right? Yeah, I know, seriously. You know, Mary, that's all we have for this episode. I thought maybe we would talk about Untucked on Nuance. Oh, okay. Uh, just because, you know, we're, we're running a little long. Yeah. On this you know, app. you're the only one who holds us to this time limit. Our Marys don't care. Um, I, I, I notice. Yeah. I think so. All right, whatever. Okay. Um, I don't care about these things, Mary. So I'm like, whatever. Sure. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but I think that uh, if 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 you're keen, we can kind of uh, move on to nuance. Yeah, I only have a few notes for Untucked, so we'll pack them in there. Great, that yeah. makes sense for me too. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, Marys, obviously, uh, we you can reach out to us if you have any thoughts on this episode um, uh, on Twitter at All Right Mary. We'd love to hear from you. Um, or you can find us uh, via email at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com Debbie. Debbie. Uh, and of course, speaking of Debbie, uh, if you are keen to take your uh, take your marrying to the next level and become a Matreon, which is of course our Patreon subscriber owner only Marys who are not only financially supporting us every month, but our are also privy to a bonus episode every week. Yeah. Uh, we just did A League of Their Own. Uh, and next up is First Wives Club. Yes. Um, you know, if you don't own me, you don't. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know what to say about that. But, um, but in any event, if you want to get on board with that, you can Gosh. go. I am trying to promote <laughs> our Patreon, so you might want to bite your tongue. Uh, Patreon.com backslash All Right Mary. And of course, as you know, you can always head over to iTunes and you can leave us a five star rating and a positive review to let other potential Marys out there know that this is a podcast worth their time, talent, and energy. Thanks, Mary. Yeah, got that all out in one. <laughs> very upset yeah, it's like Marian, i am trying to promote the thing we created and you won't shut up oh i'm just quoting the movie i know Marian. i know but like you don't have to be so oh mean. oh oh my god you just make me so mad oh god um so our last chance lip sync this week uh just to go along with the theme of farmer rusical yes um we thought we would give you guys a little throwback a song that maybe colin doesn't like too much because I mean, there's like isms in it yeah i think someone's having too much fun with this song so i don't <laughs> sure. think i like it yeah but i do think it would make a good lip sync because of the kind of like faux rap and the fun chorus. I think the chorus would be fun. I'd like to see some like reveals and 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 moves. Yeah, you know, beat yeah. Drop and moment. you can yeah. do a lot of puns on drugs. So yeah, this song is called "My Love Is Your Drug" by Ke Money Sign Ha. Yes, otherwise known as Kesha. Kesha. Um, but this is old school Kesha, the little kind of uncomfortable Kesha when we're kind of like, oh, you're being owned by an industry. Yeah. Uh, I like new Kesha better. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, I think everybody does. Yeah. yeah. She, you can feel that she's a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think Kesha likes new Kesha better. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but Detox anyway. likes Kesha better. Sure. Sure. Uh, so here's some old school Kesha that nobody likes and we'll see you in Nuance, Marys. I'm staying up all night hoping.